This is a special recording of Zoe Daniels' official campaign launch speech that took place on the 10th of April at Trevor Barker Oval in Sandringham. We acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on the traditional land of the Bunurong people of the Kulin Nation. being here and uh, thank you distinguished guests, Uh, thank you Janet for the welcome to country. We have an election date. (laughs) We will be going to the polls on the 21st of May and that is our chance to make history. Thank you for finding your voices and for helping me to find mine. Because make no mistake, we are on the brink of great and optimistic change. This grassroots movement, this community campaign has shown that Goldstein can lead. We can do politics differently. We can come together across the political spectrum for a common cause. And we can work together for a better future. We can collaborate, we can problem solve, and we can progress. If our party political system can't and won't do it, we will make it happen ourselves. Because after all, someone has to. Today in this audience, I see people who usually vote Liberal, Labor, Green. I see swinging voters, I see older voters, I see new voters and I see future voters. Why are we all here? Because it's time to act. It's the next three years that matter. And if not us, who? If not now, when? The same is not safe. No matter who I talk to when I'm out and about in the community, And I ask, are you happy with Australian politics as it is? The answer is no. When I ask, do you trust our leadership? The answer is no. We have the power to change that. (laughs) With our voices and our votes. We don't have to tolerate poor leadership, lack of planning and strategy and dysfunctional government. We can do better and we must. Because more of the same means more of the same. And the same is not safe. The same is not safe for our climate, our economy and prosperity, our hard-earned taxpayers' money and our women and girls. The same is not safe for our elderly in aged care. The same is not safe for our young people. Now, I am no radical. In fact, a vote for your community-backed independent for Goldstein is safer than sticking with the status quo. From me, you will get honest and sincere leadership, reasoned decision-making, and someone who listens and acts in good faith and with sincere intent. Scott Morrison, and the one who really has control of the government, Barnaby Joyce, (laughs) talk about addressing climate change. The fact is the budget reveals that spending on climate would actually fall by 35% over the next four years under their watch. All talk, no action. Same is not safe for our climate 
or our future prosperity. The Prime Minister talks about superior economic management, but where are the policies that the community and business are crying out for to turbocharge our unique opportunity to become a clean energy superpower and to ensure prosperity for our children and grandchildren? More of the same means more of the same lack of strategy and lack of a plan. The Prime Minister likes to talk about integrity. But on the eve of the election, he's made a bunch of partisan and unqualified appointments to the Administrative Appeals Tribunal. And where's the National Integrity Commission that was promised in 2018? More of the same just means more of the same broken promises and dodgy dealing. There's a crisis in the treatment of women in Parliament, in workplaces and in homes. Women must feel safe at work and in the community. And yet the government dithers and deliberately delays. Meanwhile, violence against women and children continues to worsen, the gender pay gap is entrenched and women cannot reach their full potential at work. All talk, no action. Aged care, the mental health system, the NDIS, the tax system, housing affordability, refugees. Will our government or either party in our stalled two-party system address any of these things? No. We need more bravery. We need to be fierce. Because our future as a community and a nation is at stake. Report after report delivers recommendations that are not implemented because our major parties won't tackle anything that's hard. They will only do what's popular. The problem with that is hard things are hard. And taking the easy option every time to keep power or get into power will not take us forward as either a nation or a community. Speaking of hard things, It, it would be much easier for me not to do this. <laughs> I didn't aspire to be a politician. I didn't aspire to be standing here before you today. Instead of fending off hit jobs in the press and grappling with toxic politics, I could still be running my own business, taking my kids to soccer and footy, walking the dog and hanging out with my husband at the beach. You know, being normal. That said, this campaign has been an inspiration in so many ways, particularly in this demonstration of power of community. There is a realisation that together we can achieve great things for this country, that we can make history. I feel very fortunate that this experience is affording me the opportunity to build so many strong and enduring friendships with so many different people from many different backgrounds. These include Chinese, Australians, people from Southeast Asian and South Asian backgrounds, and of course our Jewish community who've contributed so much. As your community-backed independent candidate, I say to our Jewish community, I make you this promise. I will always stand with you. I will always fight to keep you safe. Hate speech has no place in Australia. Holocaust denial has no place in Australia.
And nor, I might say, does the co-opting of the trauma of the Jewish community for political gain. I will fight to ensure that crucial legislation like 18C of the Racial Discrimination Act is never repealed or watered down to enable hate speech. Indeed, I will fight to strengthen it. Where others may seek to wedge and divide, this campaign has shown the power of unity. The cynical politics of division, hate, fear and disinformation must come to an end. Now, as many of you know, my initial response when I was asked by the voices of Goldstein to step into this role was absolutely no way. I've been in the room where it happens, and I know what goes on, but you can only yell at the TV for so long. You can only feel frustrated and powerless for so long. You can only tell your kids, I can't do anything about that, darling, for so long. There comes a time when you need to be brave, you need to be fierce, and you need to simply try. Those of you who are supporting, volunteering, donating, wearing t-shirts, putting up signs and putting yourselves out there for this campaign, you're being brave and fierce. And this is your community campaign, your community movement, and it's you who are carrying me forward. Thank you. Now, as a former journalist and a former foreign correspondent, I've covered conflict, disasters, politics, economics and business across the world. I've synthesised complex foreign policy issues and unfolding events, often under enormous pressure. I've spent a lot of time talking to and listening to people with different views than me. And I've learnt something from each of those conversations. I'm a lifelong swinging voter. I see goods and bads in the policies of both major parties. And these things, along with my life experiences in the Arctic, in the aftermath of floods, bushfires and super typhoons in Australia, the US and Southeast Asia, in the Oval Office, at Wall Street, in refugee camps, after mass shootings and crises amid budgets and elections, make me the person who can press our priorities from the crossbench. Just about every policy issue I have some life context for. And if I don't, I know how to find and ask people who do. When you scratch the surface of what needs to be done, wow, it's a lot. But as my 13-year-old daughter told me when I was grappling with whether to do this or not, you thrive on pressure, Mum. <laughs> or as my 15-year-old son said, you have to do this for us, Mum. Someone has to do something for us. <laughs> because while all of your futures are at stake here, it's our young people who will pay the price for continued inaction, continued self-interest and the continued absence of vision. To our young people, our kids, our babies, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that your generation is going to pay the price for the failure of those who've come before you. 
for failing to make government take the action we need to future-proof your nation and the globe from the devastating impact of climate change on our lives and those of your children. But I'm pleased. I'm so pleased that you're here, that you haven't given up the fight and that you're prepared to take up the fight with me. Importantly, I know that you will use your voices to make up for lost time. And even more importantly, your presence here demonstrates that you'll convince your friends to enrol to vote. Join our effort and come election day, vote. And vote the issue in the House and in the Senate. If it's climate, vote the issue. We don't have much time. It's what we do in the next three years between now and 2025 that can change our direction. That was the big message contained in the recent IPCC report. We must act now. And what Scott Morrison is proposing, net zero by 2050 with no actual or set roadmap, means nothing without more action now. And it's government action that's the key. The IPCC projects that without action, wages could fall by 50% by 2060. Seems a long way off. But by then, many of our young people, you, will have kids of your own. And that means less money to help you to support them through life. More of the same means more of the same. And that's simply not good enough anymore. That's one of the main reasons I decided to step off the sidelines, get onto the field and try to start kicking goals. We're at the three quarter time mark of the preliminary final. We're the underdog and we're still a couple of goals down, but we have a sniff of victory. With determination. <laughs> with determination, with focus, with drive and with teamwork, we can pull off this upset together. We can win. And when I'm elected, That's the grand final, and that's when we kick the goals inside the parliament. I want to be specific for a moment about the pillars on which I'm standing, starting with climate, an issue that always emerges as a top priority for the Goldstein community. At least a 60% cut in carbon emissions by 2030. An independent climate body with teeth a binding legislated emission reduction target, an end to taxpayer subsidies on fossil fuels. <laughs> subsidies to be redirected to clean renewable industries, technologies and jobs. No new coal or gas developments. Orderly closure of coal-fired power plants while delivering structured transformation for affected communities. Electrify everything. Continue and strengthen solar rebates and subsidies. Fix the grid to support more renewable energy. And accelerate the transition to electric vehicles. On integrity. A National Integrity Commission with teeth. A code of conduct for all elected representatives. 
Reform of political donations, including timely disclosure. A requirement for ministers to disclose their diaries and for all lobbyists to register and disclose their meetings with politicians and advisers. The introduction of caps on spending by candidates, political parties and entities that campaign in elections. Whistleblower protection and truth in political advertising. And gender equality, which is pivotal to Australia's progress, socially, morally and economically. That means well-paid, secure jobs in health, education and care industries. That means making quality early childhood education and care accessible and affordable, delivered by a well-supported and properly funded workforce. Expand the Commonwealth Paid Parental Leave Scheme to 26 weeks immediately. Extend the superannuation guarantee to reduce the gap between women and men at retirement. Implement all 55 recommendations of the Respect at Work report and all the recommendations of the Set the Standard report on behaviour in Parliament. And clearer actions, targets and appropriate funding for the National Plan to End Violence Against Women and Children. Now, some of the people I meet on the street when I'm door knocking or in my local cafe ask me who I'd support if neither of the major parties has a clear majority. Fair question. But here's my question. How can I be expected to answer it when we haven't even voted? The result of the election is in your hands and I hope you elect me. But here's what I can say. The leaders of the parties of government, and that's Liberal and Labor, aspiring to be Prime Minister, will know exactly why I've been elected. Because of your desire for more and better action on climate, on integrity and on gender equality. And because the status quo is not good enough. I will assess how close either of the men, and they will be men, come to meeting what you want and what I've campaigned on on climate integrity and on women in particular. And then in consultation with you, the Goldstein community, I will make my decision. There's also the question of preferences. Contrary to some of the disinformation being spread in the electorate, I will not, repeat, not be directing preferences. I believe that you all have the intelligence to decide that after voting one Zoe Daniel, where you will direct your preferences. I ask you to trust me with your number one. Beyond that, your preference, your choice. So to finish, here we are on the cusp of great change on the brink of history, with the hope and the capacity to change Australian policy for a generation, to make our voices heard as a community, on climate, on integrity, on equality, to reframe our thinking through an optimistic lens, 
to stop looking backwards, to start looking forward. The same is not safe, but our future can be. Let's find our voices and make history together. And I ask you again. If not us. If not now. Let's do this, Goldstein. Friends! You can learn more about Zoe, her policies, and how you can support this grassroots campaign at zoedaniel.com.au. And if you enjoyed this episode, leave a review and share with your family and friends. Every bit of support matters. This podcast is authorised by Zoe Daniel, Level 1, 9-214 Bay Street, Brighton, Victoria.